Hertz has got it, wants to throw. Hertz setting up the screen. It is complete and blown up. Miles Sanders caught it. Malcolm Rodriguez was there waiting for him. That's a big play by Rodrigo. And thank you for listening in on the 20 Minute in the Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. And as always, post-game, I am joined by P.J. Clark. And oh, we're talking about another loss, P.J. Another disappointing. Another not, loss. Which, not what you want. Now, three straight. And, and this one was particularly bad. 29 to nothing. Um, you know, just no phase really showed up for this nope. one. And, you know, really disappointing because you had an opportunity to go to two to three. You feel pretty good about yourself heading into the bye week. And you just didn't do any of it. And, and now you're left going to the bye week asking yourself a ton of questions and wondering if your season's over by November. There are more questions than there were last week, which we talked about it post game last week. That is not the spot that this team needed to be in. No. And some of the guys I was talking to in the locker room talked about complimentary football, right? You've got to be able to do it. And I think the most disappointing thing for me is that we've seen them play complimentary football for one half mm-hmm. in Washington and, and that's it. And I think this was a performance um, you know, defensively at least, where, you know, like it wasn't perfect, but it was a lot better than they have been. Mm-hmm. Like they gave up, what, 22 points on defense? Yep. Um, you know, held, you know, the Patriots to a bunch of field goals. And now look, I know that was a, a rookie third-string quarterback in, in Bailey Zappi, but, you know, they had a good plan for him, and he was efficient. And I thought the defense did a good job stepping up, and, and you know, they allowed some drives, allowed some yards, allowed some plays, but when they had to get off the field and force some field goals, they did that. And then you finally get that kind of performance out of your defense and your offense just has a total clunker. I mean, to, to be shut out the first time since Carolina in 2020, Jared Goff didn't play well. The run game was 60 yards less than their average. The line didn't protect. It was just a complete, you know, terrible effort by the offense. It was, it was weird. I, I didn't expect any of it. It just it felt off even from the first drive. It, it nothing looked the offensive line, especially even in pass. And you talked a lot about it on Thursday. Matthew Judon is a superstar, and he proved that today. But you got to think that 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 pass rush was not going to uh, affect Jerry Goff as much as it ended up. Yeah, yeah, and it, they didn't record a lot of sacks, two sacks. But, I mean, how many times did he have to throw the football away? Yep. I mean, probably four or five times yep. he had to throw the football away and obviously, you know, led to the the, the fumble. Um, and, look, you mentioned the first drive, and it didn't look right on the first drive. They get a couple first downs on that first drive, right? And then they're at their own 45-yard line and get to a fourth down it was play. just It was just weird. It was just weird. It was weird. I, I, it was a little bit, to me, They, I, I thought it was a little bit of a tell. Mm-hmm. When you put a running back in at fullback, yep. to me, that's a sign as a defensive player. Like, okay, he's the guy that carries the ball. Like, I'm he's not the lead that. blocker for Craig Reynolds. It's not like you're lining TJ Hawkinson yeah. at the fullback spot, and maybe you don't expect that, you know? So I didn't like the play design. Obviously, the execution got blown up. I didn't like the call, to be honest with you. I think... To me, you're playing Bailey Zappi making mm-hmm. his first career start, right? Yeah, a third string guy who was pressed into duty with um, because of injury. I think to me, you you go into that game thinking I got to play the long game. I like Jared Golf. I like my offense. I think we can score points. They might struggle to score points. So okay, well, 
that uh, that drive didn't go well. Let's punt the football. Let's put Billy Bailey Zappi behind the yep. sticks and make him go the whole field. Instead, you you go for fourth down. You don't get it. You give him the football at the forty five yard line. Now he's just got a short field. He's just one first down. At one that first point. down, and and he gets the first down. He gets points. Now all of a sudden Bailey Zappi's feeling pretty good about himself. Mm-hmm. You've given him a nice, comfortable drive to start. Put points on the board. I just, that's not what I would have done. No. And, and I think, I mean, fourth down is the story of the game almost is 0 for 6. First team in NFL history to go 0 for 6 on, on fourth down in a single game. It's tough. And, and there was something in Minnesota that they talked about even, you know, going for it so many times on fourth down. On third down, you, you know you have two plays. Not a lot of third down conversions today. No fourth down conversions today. And, you know, five of the six were in – Patriots territory yep. and you know, the, the big one obviously was the one at on fourth and nine at the 32 yard line so you're at the 25 yard line you have a missed assignment on the third down run third and two and you get tackled for a seven yard loss and now you're at the 32 yard line of New England 32 yard line that's what 50 yard field goal yep and to me that's an issue too not only on you're on your third kicker in three weeks but I think there's a confidence issue with this kicking yep and, and Dan Campbell said after the game that he had a very um, hard line of where they wanted to be um, to, to um, you know, kick to attempt the field goal. And 32 yards, that's – where is that line, you know? If it, not now, when kind when, of thing. And, and, you know, I mean, it's not like Michael Bagley, you know, hadn't been around, no. right? He's been in this league. He's he 81 percent. He kicked four for four. His career long is fifty nine. It's not like some guy who's going to be making his first kicks. Yeah. Um, so you know that's that to me is is an issue that you've got a, a you know a lack of confidence in kicking, and I think that prompts some of these calls, and so you don't get it uh, on third down, third and nine. Jared Golf is you know rushed out of the pocket, sacked, fumbles. They pick it up. And they return at 59 yards for a touchdown. And now all of a sudden, when it could have been 6-3 late in the second quarter, now all you of a sudden firmly behind the eight ball. it's 13-0. Yep. And they make it 16-0 before the half. And so, you know, and like you said, now you're behind the eight ball. So to me, it's just I, I look at the situation and see, like, okay, it's Bailey Zappi, it's a third string quarterback. Now look, that that Patriots team is very well coached, obviously. They've got some weapons on offense. They could run the football defensively. They're pretty good. But again, I played the long game. That that's my strategy going into that game. Is if, if somebody's going to beat me, if Bailey Zappi beats me and 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 does it by having to drive the, the length of the field and and put together long drives, then I tip my cap and say, "Hey, good you for me. you, Rook. Yep. You beat me." But to give him short fields, to continue to turn the ball over, that turns into points. Um, it's just some of these things that they're just, they can't get out of their own way sometimes. And that's the frustrating part about it. And I didn't think even that the, when I, you know, said the offense was weird to me today, a lot of first and second down runs, which is, you know, uh, again, the rushing offense has been so good, but you know, after the first half, it, it wasn't working. The runs were, were going nowhere. And they, they had a couple that were decent. Craig Reynolds broke the one to the, to the outside. That was pretty good, but it was a lot of first and second down runs where there was not a lot of play action passing. And then by the time you were really down, you know, you had to throw the ball, which is not something that has had to happen this year with the, with the, the way the run game was. And you mentioned Judon and they got, you know, Dietrich Weiss Jr. on the other side and they've got some guys on the interior that can get after it. 
And, you know, I thought that probably wasn't the best game for the offensive line. We've talked about them being so good all year. Um, that one was, 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 was not both running the football. I thought early on they opened up some lanes and there were some, um, some avenues to run. But I think, you know, New England adjusted pretty yep. well. Um, closed that down. I mean, 27 rushes, 101 yards. That's only a 3.7 average, well below all Detroit's um, total yards and, and average yards. So you had to have another plan, right? And a lot of short passing stuff, a lot of stuff short of the sticks, put yep. themselves in some bad spots, no explosive plays until later in the game when you were really behind and now you had to press it. Um, it just, I, I agree with you. I thought the offense was off and it's just too bad because I, I, I do think that defense played a lot better um, than they have. Now they did allow 175 rushing yards, 5.0, um, you know, per carry. And that's still an issue that they've got yeah. to figure out. Um, but, you know, they, they, I thought they did pretty well in the past game. And again, when, when New England did drive, they were able to get off the field um, and, and, you know, make them kick field goals. And and that's the goal of any defense is, is right. Save those four points on the scoreboard, did a good job with it. And then the offense just drops an offer with, especially all the short fields, as you mentioned before, the field goals. I, I think that was the, the biggest part is the defense was doing their job, holding the short fields to three and with so stay with them, the, kick the field goals with all of the injuries and with all of the personnel changes that were obviously coming after last week, you know, you show up today and you go, Okay, you give up 22 points on defense. I'll I think that. a lot of people would have taken that. Yeah, no one would have expected the number one scoring offense, the number one total offense to do what they did today, which was um, a complete over. Um, it was it was it was pretty brutal. I mean, 312 total yards, and some of those were on big plays late when New England was up. You know, yeah, you know, Craig 20. Reynolds receiving back. Yeah. That was a positive. That was a today. good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was not bad, and, and it's good to see that Detroit's got some options there. Obviously, that's not one of Jamal yeah. Williams' strong points. Um, so for you know Craig to have five catches, forty-five yards, a, a twenty-yarder there, that that was good to see moving forward. And obviously, you expect Jamal Williams back after the bye. And let's talk about the bye a little bit. Probably couldn't have came at a more perfect time for Detroit. Absolutely perfect. On the injury front, DeAndre Swift is probably going to be back. DJ Chark's probably going to be back. You know, a guy like Amon Ronse Brown, who said after this game that he's been dealing with a high ankle sprain, played about 85%. That was that was the other thing for me. Uh, he didn't look right, and there were I think he had eight targets. Yeah. And and it was just you know if he didn't if he didn't have to throw on the ball, he didn't. He wasn't fighting like he usually does for extra yards, even once it got to him. That yeah. that looked a little off to me. Yeah, so you knew he was playing hurt, and so two weeks are going to be good for him. And not just from a health standpoint, too, but, I mean, this team's got to take a very deep look in the mirror. And then I'm talking about every player, every coach. Dan Campbell said afterward he's got to look at everything from schematics to personnel groupings. Um, if you're one and four, and, and he said, look, we've hit rock bottom. And, and going on the road, losing 29 nothing, being embarrassed, and now going into the bye with a bad uh, taste in your mouth and, and this, sitting at one and four and your season could be done um, by November because you've got Dallas, this is a tough Miami, and Green Bay coming yeah. up. I mean, you're at one and seven. I mean, that's it. The fat lady singing. Yeah. Um, you're just not coming back from that. And so um, this is an important couple weeks here. For, for Dan Campbell, uh, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, all those guys to figure this out, find the right combinations, maybe simplify some things if they have to. These guys have got to start playing faster, playing together, um, and, 
or this thing's going to be over rather quick. And I think you get the benefit of, of, yeah, those are three really tough games, but two of them are at home and one you're probably playing Dak who hasn't played in six weeks, which I, you know, it helps however much it helps, but at least two of those games are home. Yeah. Of Miami and Green Bay there. Bailey Zappi was 17 to 21 for, uh, yeah. With a touchdown, no turnovers. So what can Dak Oh, actually, had do? the one turnover. Yeah. Um, that wasn't his fault, really. Yeah. Wide receiver should have had it. Um, yeah. Dak is Dak. Still. Dak is Dak. Um, it'll, it's just, look, it's got to be better all the way around. The bye obviously comes at a perfect time. So, um, this is uh this is good to get have the bye get some things right and then get kind healthy. of just get healthy and and look you have to turn this thing around because if you don't um it's going to be a, it's going to be a long second half of the season you've got to come out of the bye having some answers playing much better football playing complementary football mm-hmm. like I talked about off the top that's the biggest thing on the offense defense special teams you got to get it rolling where they're all making plays where one's not having to cover for the other one all the time. So they've got, uh, they got a lot of question marks and, and hopefully they have some answers coming out of the bye in, uh, in, a, in a couple weeks.